0: Last week's Cardinals game ended on a Hale-Murray. This week's Cardinals game ended on a sack. Lame, boring. We'll talk about that game, plus week 11 starts and sits right now on Fantasy Football Today in 5. And happy Friday, everybody. Adam Azer and Chris Towers here on Fantasy Football Today in 5, getting you caught up fast on the fantasy news and advice you need to know. Follow and stream us on Spotify. Chris, what are your thoughts, your fantasy takeaways from Seahawks 28, Cardinals 21? It was a boring
1: game, and not all that much interesting happened. the The Seahawks do, or the Cardinals do, seem to have DK Metcalf's number. He did finally score against them, uh, but still only three three catches for forty six yards. You'll take that, but you know he's in a a bit of a rut, I guess you could say, at least by his standards. And I think what we're seeing now is uh, kind of what we saw with what we've seen with Russell Wilson the last handful of weeks, which is that you know dread it, run from it. Regression comes for us all. And that's, you know, they're both still elite options. Nothing's going to change that, but they haven't been uh, quite as bulletproof over the last, you know, say three or four weeks as
0: they were early on. I will point out that Metcalf had about a forty-yard catch. He absolutely burned Patrick Peterson. It was beautiful. It was called back on a holding call. So if you give yeah. him, if you give him that, then all of a sudden it's uh, what? It's four catches for eighty-six yards and a touchdown right around there. And that actually done. happened it's- in
1: the uh, the previous game. If you remember, it was a forty-three-yard touchdown that was called back that mm. would have won the game in in overtime. That would have been a walk-off mm. that was called back. Also on a holding.
0: Yeah. All right, so no worries there. I will point out also yeah. that uh, you were a little concerned about the Seahawks trying to get back to their roots, running the ball more, and they, they did that effectively. And Russell Wilson, 28 pass attempts, tied for the fewest of the season. And he was pretty conservative. You saw a number of times where he was looking downfield. There was nothing there, and he just decided to, you know, it's a scamper. He, he did run for a good amount of yards in this game. But Kyler Murray, lowest scoring game of the year for him. Russell Wilson... Second lowest scoring game of the year for him. Uh, somewhat of a fantasy. Not exactly a dud, but a disappointment. Let's turn our uh, uh, attention over to Sunday and Monday here. DeAndre Swift has a concussion. Chris, if he does not play, would you have any interest in Adrian Peterson or on Johnson at Carolina?
1: I mean, maybe a little bit of interest in, in Peterson. You know, He would probably get 15 carries, and maybe you get 60 yards out of him in a touchdown, but... Uh, nothing more than a low-end number two or you know, probably more like a flex option.
0: Kenny Galladay mispracticed after he practiced on Wednesday. Do we know anything about him, Galladay?
1: No, I haven't seen anything. I mean, the Lions, everybody's hurt for them right now. Matthew Stafford uh, was limited, but he only threw nine passes in practice. I think Marvin Jones uh, was limited as well, and Danny Amendola sat out. So really, like literally everyone, who matters on their offense right now is hurt. Uh, Galladay, I do wonder if it was just he practiced Wednesday for the first time. They wanted to see how it came, came out of it, and we'll see on Friday. He, he still seems you know like it'll be a Friday decision.
0: We might not have, have Alvin Kamara or Devontae Adams, although it looks like Alvin Kamara should be okay. He says he's fine. He has a foot issue. Everyone's going to start him. If Devontae Adams does not play, what would your interest level be in Aaron Rodgers, MVS, and Alan Lazard? In a game at Indianapolis,
1: it actually wouldn't change my interest level in Rogers all that much. He actually, I think he had 10 touchdowns in four games that uh, Adams missed last season. So what the Packers tend to do is they tend to involve Jamal Williams and Aaron Jones in the passing game more when Devontae Adams is out. Uh, I would think, you know, Marquez Valdez-Scantling can be a boomer bust wide receiver three. Lazard, I would imagine, is going to be worked in pretty slowly.
0: And Rodgers had 30 and 37 fantasy points this year in two games without Adams as well. So two years in a row, he's been just fine without him. Clyde Edwards, dealer mispracticed with an illness. T. Higgins, mispracticed with an illness. We'll have to check on that. Give me someone that you're starting this week, someone that might not you know easily come to mind for the average fantasy manager, someone you're starting this week.
1: So I know, I'm pretty sure Dave and Jamie both have Duke Johnson in their start and sit columns as a sit. I'm going to say start Duke Johnson. I know it was a big disappointment last week. But you know the biggest disappointment was just the one target. The the Texans don't throw to their running backs hardly ever. I think they have the lowest or one of the lowest rates, but they still tend to throw to their running backs David Johnson and Duke Johnson about 5 times per game. I think Ju- Duke Johnson will be more in that range this week and that'll make him worth starting against the Patriots.
0: All right, if you want more of Chris's advice, check out the Fantasy Football Today newsletter, go to cbssports.com/newsletters and sign up and you know get it delivered right to your inbox for free. Thanks a lot to Chris Towers. Thanks a lot to all of you for listening. Make sure you check out the full-length version of Fantasy Football today on Spotify. I'm Adam Azer. We will talk to you tomorrow morning.